Man. My Little Town every Wednesday morning brought to you by St. Luke's Monroe Campus. I want to thank them every Wednesday for making this portion of the show possible. They're online at sluhn.org. Kenneth Long is the 14th president of East Stroudsburg University. He was inaugurated just a few weeks ago on April 27th. This morning, we'll spend a little time with President Long and find out what's on his agenda for East Stroudsburg University. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Good morning. It is so nice to meet you. It's a pleasure being here today. Sir, where were you originally from? I'm born and raised in Jersey City, New All Jersey. Right. So I'm a New Jersey guy. What'd you do? Wait, and you went to high school and you went to college. Where'd you go to college? College, uh, Madison, New Jersey, uh, Drew University, uh, graduate school, Monmouth uh, University at the Jersey Shore. Uh-huh. And then you went elsewhere. Then you went to other places. Well, we went to then a number, number of places. Uh, while in college, actually, I was spent a little time at the University of Michigan, uh, at, uh, uh, public policy program there during the summer between my junior and senior year. So I uh, did that, and then after college, I went on to work for DeVry Institute. At the time, it was DeVry Technical Institute. Right, I remember that from TV advertising. We were talking about that off the air. That yes, just sticks yes. in my brain, DeVry. Yes, they, they were they, the manufacturers or the, the production arm of places like Xerox and, and IBM, where they put the computer chips in, and they made the electronic pieces and repaired. So if you had a repair of a copy machine back in the 80s or 70s, it was usually a DeVry tech coming out to repair it. Right. Now, how did you fill me in now? When did you make it to the Poconos? You worked at some other schools too, right? <laughs> I, I took, a, I, I think, the, the, the long way to the Poconos from New Jersey <laughs> uh, via uh, Kutztown and uh, University of Toledo. Uh, so I, when I left DeVry, I, I went to uh, the University of Toledo. I was the uh, associate vice president for administration and finance and budgeting there at the University of Toledo. Did that for a while. And uh, when my youngest daughter was born or about to be born, my wife said we need to be a little closer to family back in New Jersey, but we didn't want to be too close. Um, so uh, so we came to the to, uh, to Kutztown University, uh, one of our sister institutions, uh, worked at Kutztown as the uh, uh, assistant vice president there. Um, and then uh, this opportunity came to work with Marsha Welsh, uh, the president, and uh, the rest is history. You were the VP for administration and finance, correct? At yes. ESU, from 2013 to 2020. Then you were named interim president. Yes. And you were the interim president for quite some time. Uh, two and a half years. Were you bugging him and say, come on, what's going on? <laughs> no, Make actually. Be the president already. <laughs> actually, just the opposite. <laughs> oh, no, really? <laughs> it was just the opposite. There was uh, a national search, wasn't there? It was there? a national search, but right during the pandemic. Uh, so oh. I was appointed interim president, you know, and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit. And so those are the longest two and a half years in my life. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was very fun. It was good. And I got to learn a lot of things. But one thing you, you, you figured out, you know, you go into the job. I've been doing this for over 30 years now. Right. But you come in, you think you know what you're doing, and a pandemic hit. And you couldn't pick up the phone and call someone and say, hey, what do you do when this happens? Because everybody was doing it for the first time. So it was a, a true experience, and we learned a lot during that time. Now, you were appointed president. Who makes these appointments? Where does that come well, from? Well, it comes from the Board of Governors. The uh, Board the state, of Governors. Yeah, the state system Board of Governors. That's out of Harrisburg. They're appointed by the governor and uh, the various governors over time. So that comes out out uh, of Harrisburg, but it's recommended by your institution, your council of trustees. So every state system school has a local council of trustees. Uh, we're headed by Pat Ross. I'm a 
local uh, 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 alum of ESU and local to the area. Um, he chairs that board. He's been chairing that board over oh, 15, 20 years now. And, um, and they make a recommendation to the Board of Governors, the Chancellor of the State System, Board of Governors, then make that appointment. Gotcha. All right, let's get into the school now. How many students do you have these days? Yeah, right now we have about 5,000, just over 5,000 students will we'll be up. Uh, last fall, we were up about 2% over the prior year. During the pandemic, we actually dropped. Um, we had our lowest enrollment in many years um, uh, during the pandemic. We were in our smallest classes. But we're now back to where we were probably around 2018, uh-huh. uh, just over over 5,000 students. We'll draw, hover around 4,800 in the spring semester, and then we'll get back up to 5,100. I think we'll top off somewhere around 55, 5,700 over the next few years. Is it mostly students from the Northeast, or do they come from all around the country to go to ESU? You know what? We we do have students coming from all over the country, but our, our hub is really the Northeast, mainly yeah. Pennsylvania. We're a regional um, institution. We take pride in making sure we educate the students from our region, so that's our first priority. Is, is students from our region, the Pocono Mountains, Lehigh Valley. Um, that's that's our that's our hub. How many students live on campus, Ken? We about half of our students live on campus, so we have somewhere between two thousand and twenty four hundred students that live on campus now. And again, when enrollment dropped, that dropped a little bit. So we'll be around this fall, somewhere around twenty two hundred students living on campus this fall. Now there was a day when you had about seven thousand students over there, right? Yeah, it's seven thousand students, and students were living in triples. We had students stacked on stacked. <laughs> As they would say, uh, they were all living in, in, you know, three to a room. Can you imagine three and four persons to your room? Oh, I mean, <laughs> just imagine. Uh, well, having so, a roommate, I think, is important. Having a roommate, having three roommates, two or three roommates at that. I don't even want to stay at home with three or four people in the same room. But you were telling me off the air, you don't expect the student body to get back up to seven thousand, do you? No, it's not that the, the number of students graduating from high school in this region is not enough. I mean, we have five hundred and sixty school districts or so in the in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, you just think about it. Out west, the western part of the state, the population is just not there. So we're all shopping from the same grocery store, um, but it's just not enough food on the shelves for everybody. So, <laughs> so we actually have to, you know, you know, make do. But we're we're strong in this region. You know, again, the Poconos, Lehigh Valley, the high school numbers are pretty steady now. Um, but it's, the western part of the state is not. So they'll be uh, uh, poaching from this area, um, rightfully so, because I would do the same thing if if we had the same challenges. So we just have to hold our own. Talking to East Stroudsburg University President Kenneth Long this morning. My Little Town brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. What would you say when it comes to academics? What is the specialty that the school offers? Well, I'm gonna get, you're going to get me in trouble here because uh-huh. our faculty are going to be listening. They're going to say, well, you didn't name my program, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to name a few. have to name everyone. I'm, I'll name a few of them that stand out. I mean, our health sciences is, is definitely uh, premium, um, you, whether it's our... Uh, athletic training program, our exercise science program, uh, our communication disorder. Um, one of the nice things about ESU is we have a, a speech and communications disorder program. We assist the high schools and elementary schools in the region, as well as seniors. You know, if you have a speech uh, impairment and you're trying to figure it out, we do a lot of that for free for the communities, for seniors and, 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 and young kids uh, just coming up. Uh, you think they have a, um, a speech impediment, they may not be hearing right. So they come over to our clinics, our, our students work with our faculty, and they help them out, help them identify, give them something to go back home. 
our environmental science area. I mean, you you hear about our tick testing. Um, I mean, that's if you if you get a tick in your yard, on your dog, on yourself, you bring it over to our tick lab. If you're a resident of Pennsylvania, thanks to uh, state funding. Um, We'll do a test and tell you whether it's carrying any type of disease. Um, and we can give you that test within, they, they say within 72 hours, but we typically get it within 36 to 48 hours. Um, we can tell you whether that has a, uh, uh, any type of pathogens that may cause some type of disease. You take that to your doctor, and your doctor can now prescribe the right antibiotics uh, so you don't uh, contract something like Lyme or something like that. That's open to anyone in the community? Anyone in the community. We take anyone, but if you're a resident of the Pennsylvania, you get it for free. Um, now, that's a Lyme test and a couple other tests, but little did I know, a tick can carry 10 different types of germs or diseases, um, and we test for, uh, for free. I think we test three of those. The other seven, if you want it, it's just, it'll cost you another $50, $75 more to get the other tests done. But the primary one, you get done for free thanks to the taxpayer of the Commonwealth. President Long, what else does ESU offer the seniors in the community that I, that they might not be aware of? Well, we offer, if you're a senior in the community, you're, uh, you're over 65, you can take classes at ESU for free. Really? Uh, if, if a seat well, is open. people yeah, know that. Yeah, if a seat is open, you can take an art class. You, you'll go by our art studio. You'll see a senior in there doing art. You can take a music class. Um, with uh, You can take history. Any course we offer, you can audit um, and take. Um, now, you're not going to take the upper-level classes because you need all the prerequisites. Gotcha. Uh, to get there, but seniors will stop in and take other things that we do. The library, our library is still a very, very nice library, a traditional library. We have all the electronics, but we also have all the collections as well. So you can go in there and listen to some of the jazz. Uh, Wednesday night they do jazz on Wednesdays, um, and you can listen to jazz and. Uh, Matt Van Lishing, uh one yeah, of our faculty he's been members. On the show. Wait a he, minute, is, is he performing over there on uh, Wednesday uh, nights? Is no, that what well, uh, he sometimes will break out something and perform, but typically he's over there telling the history of something of, of music, uh, of jazz music in the Poconos. So he does a great job. And uh, thanks to, to Matt, we actually have, are doing two concerts a year. We do our normal uh, Duke Ellington concert in, in, in December. And thanks, uh, I convinced Matt to do a spring concert. So uh, now we will do a spring concert every year. So we'll do two concerts every year, uh, jazz concerts every year for the community. Very nominal, $20, $25, um, but a, a nice date night uh, for anyone in the community. All right. Going to take a quick break here. Very interesting this morning with ESU President Kenneth Long. My Little Town brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. Loco 103. I'm Gary C. Every Wednesday morning, the name of the feature is My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. My guest this morning in the studio, the president of East Stroudsburg University, Kenneth Long. Ken, I got to ask you this. Does the college receive any public funding? We do. We, we received approximately 20 to 25% of our funding comes from the state. Is that right? Uh, the other 75, 80% comes from student tuition fees. You know, when I read about kids graduating from college and they're five, sometimes six figures in debt, that, that's got to get to you. What sort of incentives do you have? Uh, you know, financial aid, we, if you, GPA is the most important thing you can do at a high school. Tell every kid, get do good in school. Get your, get that GPA up. Every institution offers funding, merit, it's called merit scholarships, you know, for your academics. So get those grades up. If you can have a 3.5 or higher, 
you can get more than half of your tuition covered for free at most institutions, um, you know, at least public institutions, because we want to make it accessible and affordable. But if you are in financial need, there's also need-based aid that you can get both from the federal government, from the state government, as well from the institution. It's called institutional aid. Uh-huh. And then for those athletes out there, you can double dip by getting financial aid from the state or feds, but you can also, if you're a good pitcher, a good baseball player, a good basketball player, soccer, golf, you know, you can get aid on that from that in too. You've got a lot of sports programs over there. How many do you have? Uh, uh, 22 sports programs. Pro- well, well, <laughs> oh, you're going to get, get, get you in trouble again. again. <laughs> but you got a great football team, right? Great, great baseball fo- team. Great coaches. I'll, I'll start with that. We have, across the board, I think, hands down, we have some of the best coaches in the, the, in the conference. I mean, you can't name one of the coaches that I wouldn't say I'm proud to be associated with. Um, but our football program is a long history. You know, uh, Jimmy uh, Twilliger runs that program. He took over from uh, the legendary Denny Dows and uh, and, the, and just keeps that, you know, as Jimmy would say, blood runs thick. I mean, it just <laughs> he, he does a great job for our program. We couldn't ask for a better, a better leader. You know, Jeff Wilson, again, in our basketball program, well-known. Well respected. I mean, uh, across the board, and, and 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 I can't say enough about our field hockey, our national championship field hockey That's team. Right. That's um, right. So, uh, so uh, uh, Coach Sandy uh, Miller, you know, does a great job there. So, you name the sport, we have it. We do a great job at it. Now, I'm going to ask you this: the team name. Is Warriors, right? Yes. Is everybody cool with that? Well, everybody has to be cool with it now because it's here to stay. Um, you know, it, it took really? a little time. Yeah. It took a little time. But, um, you know, there was Bergie the Bear. You know, uh, when I came on board, there was Bergie. And I think Bergie retired somewhere in uh, uh, in Canada, I think it was. Um, but uh, but some people are getting used to, you know, the, now the Warrior mascot. Um, I think um, it, it took a little time. Uh, some of our older alums, you know, still, uh, you know, look for Bergie, but, 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 um, <laughs> but I think, I think we're there. I think but we're past it. The reason I bring it up is the New York State Board of Regents just voted that any name that might have some sort of connection to the indigenous community yes. is going to be banned now. And I think Warriors is on that list. And, and I'm surprised, but we have a very close relationship with the Delaware uh, uh, tribe. Well, there you um, go. So if, if you're endorsed by. Yes. Uh, an Indian tribe like that, you should be okay. Yeah, I think so. And I think we, uh, someone brought this up to me a few weeks ago, and I think we will uh, speak to our colleagues um, um, in, in, in the uh, Delaware uh, tribe to make sure we are um, uh, operating you know, on safe grounds. Your your logo is more of a, a, a Viking a warrior. Yeah. It's not a headdress like the yeah. Golden State. Exactly. Warriors. Yeah, we 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 say warriors. It's it's it's, it's, it's more symbolic to what of course, we yeah, are. That's it's, how I see it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got not, a benign meaning. To exactly. It, exactly. And and that's what we we hope and we think we are on good grounds. We still respect and and honor our heritage of our Native American heritage um, at ESU, and you still see it through and through the campus. I, I wanted to get your uh, answer to that because. Yeah. It's very much in the news these yes. days. Uh, so, what would you say? What would you say your goals are right now for East Stroudsburg University? Well, the, uh, the first goal is is to rebuild our enrollment, um, to strengthen our enrollment because that you know we we are a gem of the of the region. You know, and and I, I like to tell everybody we are the Poconos. Um, East Stroudsburg University is the Poconos. What we do impacts everyone in the Poconos. Whether you know one of your sponsors, St. Luke's. You know, we provide the medical uh, staff to, to assist them, the nurses. A lot of our students graduate, go to St. Luke's L- 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 Tri- um, L- Lehigh Valley Health Network. That's where, that's where we, 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 our teachers, 
Our teachers all come, you know, in this region, about 850, 875 teachers in this region are ESU alum. Almost all of the superintendents in this region at one time was an ESU alum. So we are, we are the workforce, um, a part of that workforce of this region, and, that, and we take pride in, in, in providing that workforce for the community. We want to get kids that come out of schools in this region, go to college in this region, and come out and work in this region. That's how we keep our, our, our Poconos the best place to work, live, and we like to say, learn and play. Now, you have a building or two under construction. I think it's called the University Center. The University Center. What's going to be available there? What's that the all University about? University Center is going to replace our, you know, 50-year-old, 60-year-old University Center. Um, it will be our hub for our student life. Um, it will have a food court in it. It will have uh, our computing center in there. Uh, career services are located in there. Student activities board would be located in there. Our bookstore will be in there. And what students are so anxious to see is that we will be bringing a Chick-fil-A um, <laughs> in, in this you. location. So <laughs> you got that, Starbucks over there, don't Starbucks you? is here. You're bringing well, in a Chick-fil-A. Can a you, Chick-fil-A. you gotta get White Castle. Come on. <laughs> You're from Jersey City. Yeah, I'm from Jersey City. I don't know White Castle. The students are there. I don't know if White Castle's gonna make it. <laughs> That's going to be a big deal. When, when is that building going to open? Uh, 2025. We are, we are scheduled to open, and uh, we were hoping to have it ready by uh, fall 2024, but it looks like it'll be January, winter of 2025 sometime. Oh, it'll be a big ceremony yeah, when you cut that Big ceremony. Ribbon. Yes, that's going to be exciting. How active is the Alumni Association? The, what, are, what do they do? The Alumni Association is very active. They meet regularly. Actually, I, I attend their meetings. Um, I think it's quarterly they have a meeting. They're involved in everything from homecoming um, and, and different social events. Uh, they just had an event down in Philly area. Uh, they'll have something in the Lehigh Valley chapter. Um, I'm heading to D.C. Uh, tomorrow, actually, to meet with a few alums in the D.C. area. Oh. Uh, so they have an event there. Um, so I was just in Florida with a, another group of retired alums that, that, are, that are, are down there and having a good time. So... Our alums are very active. If you're from the Poconos, if you're from East Stroudsburg University, you got to come back to homecoming. It's, 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 it's truly a, a, an event to, 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 to be at. You really love this job. I can tell. It, it's you a, it's a great job. so much. It, it's, it's a good job. What, how many jobs do you get to be with, you know, 5,000 young adults, you know, finding their career, um, finding their place in life and what they want to do and seeing them celebrate their accomplishments. That's, that's truly a, an opportunity. And I get paid for it. So it's a pretty good day, gig. <laughs> when, when you're at the graduation ceremony and a parent comes up to you and says, you know, just thanks, thank you for yeah. everything. Boy, that's priceless, isn't it? It's, you, you, can't, you can't pay for that. That's, that's something to see a, a, a kid, especially when you see someone that comes in that's uncertain, doesn't know what they're going to do. Um, just really trying to find themselves. And then four years later, sometime five, um, and now they, they have a job. Um, and, and they're going to be working for X company or Y company. Isn't that that's great? A, that's you a truly that, good feeling. You? Truly oh, good man. feeling. Let me ask you this. Do you aspire to run for political office here in the Pocono area? Uh, no, I think I'm going to leave that to uh, Maureen Madden and Tara Post and, and Rosemary Brown and the rest never, of them. Never say never. Never say I, never. I think I'll stand in that turf. <laughs> All right, tell me something about ESU that really might surprise me. So something that I didn't was um, Let me of. see. We just brought up Native Americans. Did, uh, did you know that every one of our residential halls is named after a Native American tribe or a tree native to the Poconos? I didn't know that. Yeah, Lenape, a Shawnee, Lenape, Mincy, yeah. <laughs> a Monroe, Hemlock, Hawthorne, a trees, Sycamore, 
Um, yeah, you know so, them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 right off. Interesting, when we were building our last resident halls, the suites, uh, Sycamore Suites, we actually brought it to our trustees, our council trustees, because they have the authority to name buildings. And we went. We spent about a half a day trying to figure out what to name that that building. And our student trustee at the time said, "Well, we have Hemlock, we have Hawthorne, and it's going to be right next to them. Why don't we go with Sycamore, another tree?" <laughs> so, so that's a little interesting factoid about the issue. Will those dorms be at hundred percent capacity when you open up again for a regular uh, term? Uh, yeah, uh, the ones August we have online. The, the, there's a couple that are still offline that are being renovated right now. Uh, so uh, Shawnee is offline. So that one is, is going to take a major renovation. Um, and then Linden Hall, actually, uh, we are going to convert that into a health science building. So that's a project that's going to be coming on the way. We're going to make that a health science building. So that's offline. But Mincy was offline. Mincy is coming back online in the fall, and it will be a single occupancy uh, building with full-size beds in each room. So students are going to love that. All right. This has been very interesting. I didn't know that senior citizens over the age of 65, in many cases, can audit a class. Yes. At no charge. At no charge. Exactly. And Might be a couple of comments from the wise guys. <laughs> and the, and the, look at this guy in the back. <laughs> trying to get his degree. <laughs> but that's great. Yeah. It, it is. We, we, are, we are here for the community. I mean, we are everywhere in the community. Um, and, and we love that part about being in the Poconos because it's a great place to be. My guest for the last half hour, I've loved this, East Strasburg University President Kenneth Long. If you missed any part of our conversation, we have a new feature at the website called the Poco Playback. And my interview with the president will be up there by like 1030 this morning. So people, there's going to be people say, I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> they can listen to it on the website. Now it's a new feature we just started. It's been so nice. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having I mean, me. Continued success over there. It's, it's exciting. Come to the campus. We invite everyone in the community to come to the campus. Kenneth Long, the president of ESU, My Little Town, brought to you every Wednesday by St. Luke's Monroe Campus. They're online at sluhn.org.